Okay, so before we get into this episode, I was listening to our Crown of Midnight episode, and I changed my mind on something that happened in that book after reading this, okay? Okay. So do you remember, in Crown of Midnight, the song that, like, the fae woman is singing about, like, this knight that saw the girl for who she was, not what she was, and we originally said that it was Selena and Kale. Yes. I was like, no, 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 no. It's Rowan. It's Rowan. Oh, that's a good catch. What? Okay. I didn't pick up on that. Because it talks, well, it's only because I went back and was listening to the yeah. episode. Because, like, nothing in this book talked about. References that. Except for, like, maybe one point after, um the whole orchestra thing happened. I think, sorry, I hit my microphone. I think that they're like, oh, like the song that the the girl sang from before. Anyways, but it was talking about like this, this night. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. it's obviously Kale. Yeah. It's gotta be Kale. <laughs> mm. It's so funny watching those episodes now when they come out. No. I am cracking up at myself because I'm like, girl, relax. Relax. Like, like hop off a of kale for a second. Like, get off of him. <laughs> get off of him. That is so funny. With all that being said, hi, bestie. Happy book club day. Welcome to the Best Friend Book Club podcast. I'm so happy you made it. I'm Sarah Anna. And I'm Chelsea. And today we're diving into Queen of Shadows by Sarah J. Mass. Here's your spoiler warning. Are you... Are you okay? Yes. I'm just... I thought you were going to say something. Okay, here's nope. your spoiler warning. If you have not read this book, please turn back now because we're going to get into all the details unless you're okay with it being spoiled for you. In that case, stick around and we'll have a good time. Are you ready? I'm ready. Part one, Lady of Shadows. Chapter one, we don't really know like whose point of view it is because it just says like he could not remember his name. Like yeah. we're... We're not supposed to know whose point of view it is as we go into it, but by the end of the chapter, we're like, oh, this is Dorian. Yeah. And it's, like, after he has the collar put on him, and it's, like, this thing taking over. And I was just like, someone please help Dorian. He's coming As through. much, I know, and as much as I was not, like, a fan of Dorian's, I kind of missed him in this book. I agree. I agree. Like, it, there's a little pizzazz missing yes yeah it would cut to his point of view and i was like okay yes like he's gonna like defeat this thing on his own like it's like all mental so like he's gonna defeat this thing on his own but every time it cut to dorian i was like man my heart so sad like, right <laughs> so sad i just i couldn't take it i really couldn't and it, the whole book like i thought we were gonna get him back like halfway through i was like oh well We'll be fine. Like, part two will come fine. around, and they'll be like, oh, Dorian's good. The no. whole book. Mm-hmm. The entire thing. Then we switch over to Aelin's point of view. Mm-hmm. And I think you have the first one on here. Yeah. So I just wanted to note, like, her ridiculously long-ass title, <laughs> which is okay. Aelin. Because we were, we've always been so focused on names, mm-hmm. and it's like, th- that's a mouthful. But so it's Aelin, Ash River, Galathinius, 
Heir of Fire, Beloved of Mallet Lightbringer, and Rightful Queen of Terrison. I feel like there was more. No, that, that was it? I think that was it, but okay. it is quite the hefty title. Right. I'm like, okay. In this chapter, we're back in the vaults, and she's searching for Arabin, right? And as she's waiting at the bar, because she's, like, looking around trying to see where he's at, she decides to examine and sniff her drink before drinking it. And I was like, it's about damn time. I guess she's learned her lesson, because the amount of times that she's just taken things and been like, yeah, cool, thanks. Girl. Five books later. Five books later, she's like, maybe I should, like, see if someone poisoned this. Are you kidding? was very... I was proud of her, but also, like, this could have saved you three or four times already. I was going to say, like, at least a few times. That was insane. But then when it cut, like, she starts being described as having this, like, reddish auburn hair. And I was like, wait, is this not Aelin? Like, whose point of view is this? Oh, no, I, I thought it was somebody it was else. But I was like, oh, her hair's not red, so it's not her. In my head, I wasn't like, oh, she could dye her hair. I was like... Time <laughs> was periods. Like, <laughs> Are we back to time periods? No, because she's got the nail... If she has a nail salon, I'm like, oh, she could dye her hair. Well, yeah. I kind of got over it because I think I was just trying to get into the mindset of where the hell am I at right now? The world bi- world building world yeah. building to I can't talk. It was just like too it was like very old but also like touches of modern stuff that I was like what is happening? It still is. What Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's still old. <laughs> I was like what did I just say? Wake okay. Up. <laughs> okay. And then there was this quote that said there were two men in the city responsible for destroying her life and the people she loved. She would not leave Drifthold until she buried them both. So I was like, is this actually going to happen? Like, is she actually going to bury them both? Or is it just like a, she really wants to, but she wasn't able to, you know? Well. Well, we know the answer now. Yeah. But But one of them... I felt kind of bad for. Would you care to elaborate now or would you like to elaborate later? I, I'm i just the the king. You know, when we get to the end, when we get to the end, why do you look so surprised? Because no, it because wasn't I do him. not feel bad for him. I don't, I'm not believing everything that he's saying though. I did. Okay. And he's dead now, so what reason did he have to lie? <laughs> I believe him when because if you think about it, like we thought, what was that dude's name? Kane. We thought he uh-huh. was a villain, and he was being controlled. Caltain thought she was a raging bitch, and she was being controlled. Even Roland, like we thought yeah. he was terrible, and he was being controlled. So like the king comes forward, he used to just be a normal king, and he got overtaken. Parrington is the mastermind. Well, I believe that part, but I also am like, we'll get to it. No. Okay. Okay. We'll get to it. 
Because I haven't even made the notes on that part. So wow, I have of opinion. I have a lot to say about that one. Okay. Yes. Then uh, she sees Kale talking to Arabin, and she like is hiding from him because she doesn't want Kale to see her. And then uh, when he goes to leave, Arabin. I put let's talk about him because I have a lot to say. Um, oh, who, who, I already knew what you were going to say. Whose job was it to tell us all that Arabin was hot? Because I was like thinking he's this like dirty, disgusting old man, especially after the whole like, oh, he never declared himself as father or brother or lover. And I was like, okay, wait, put a pin in that. Because, like, he can only be grandpa because in my head he was so old. I don't know why. And then I looked up fan art of him and I was like, okay, wait a second. <laughs> oh, wait, back Not up. Not you. You're like, wait, <laughs> um, excuse me. He's hot. I, he, the fan art you sent me, he is uh, very hot. But I didn't yeah. picture him as an old man ever. Well, because he's And I think it's 30s. because, yeah. Well, I was picturing, like, at the worst, like, early 50s, but, like, youthful. Still because, yeah, because the way she always said father, brother, lover, I knew he was older than her, but not decrepit. Super old. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, like, I just didn't think he would be attractive, is, like, bottom line. I was just, like, oh, he's just some creep and obviously like this piece of shit because we know all the stuff that he's done so far right well in sjm books like even the villains are fucking gorgeous i'm gonna if i post um if i remember i'm gonna put a little like picture of him fan art of him somewhere oh my he's beautiful yeah the one you sent me he was hot i was like oh I, that's not but what I, I was expecting either, but... Yeah. I didn't and then think you're like, old. Wait, maybe I don't want Arabin to die. I was no, like, we want Arabin to die. I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on a second. Let's back <laughs> up. Like, no, let's oh, talk about this real quick. <laughs> Are you ready to ignore all of the red flags? Because, ma'am, we hate him, remember? Yeah, but when I saw the fan art, that but- was out of my head. Like, I... <laughs> No, but we hate him. But the fan art. No. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, we hate Arabin. He's a bad yes. guy. But whoever drew that fan art knows what they're doing. Okay. Okay. Um. Ah. Uh, yeah, you're you're jumping all around. Okay, relax. He's. <laughs> Yeah, so he's, it's described as he's in his late 30s with shoulder length, auburn hair, and a fine boned face and silver eyes. And then he says, hello, darling, when she walks up. And I was like, relax. Like, you're, you're not Reese. Like, zip it. Well, technically, I think he, he came first. before. <laughs> no, I know. But okay. still, I was just like, that's what it was giving. I do I read, like darling, I read though. Missed him, Fury first. You should read Hooked. Oh, God. Here we go again. 
And you know what? After reading, oh my God, I'm going to get so distracted. (laughs) (laughs) It is moved up on my TBR. I will say that. Okay, good. Um, But yeah, he says, uh, he calls her darling when she walks up. And I was like, "Mm." okay. But then when he said, it hurts my heart to see so many new scars on you. And she said, I rather like them. I was wondering if this is why she was hyper-focusing, like, on the scars that she was getting. Do you remember? I remember when you I, like, went into this, about, like, yes. I hyper-focused on this. don't understand what you mean here. Like, at the time, because she held Arabin, like, so highly in her noggin, she's like, oh, Arabin's a great guy. Like, he didn't like seeing the new scars on her, so when she got a new scar, she was upset. Oh. I could be so wrong no but, but that like makes the... a lot of sense when you break it down like that yeah that's just where my head went okay so but now she says i rather like them because then she had a conversation with rowan where you, you remember you remember he's so perfect um and speaking of rowan she's like <laughs> missing him so much well, like, all she's thinking is, like, Rowan, Rowan, Rowan. Like, and so Me are the too, rest girl. of us. <laughs> I have something to show you. Oh? I'll just show it to you really quick. My cousin made me, like, a thing to print out and put in the back of my Kindle. Oh. Yeah, I've been wondering, like, if I could just order those. But I guess I'll just have to print something out. Back on check. Yeah, sorry. Um, I... In reference to Missing Rowan, I did not want to start this book because I knew he wasn't going to be there. And, like, why would you make me fall in love with him and then take him away? Well, I knew he was going to come back at some point. It wasn't Well, yeah, but he wasn't there in the beginning. Like, she was leaving him, so we weren't going to see him for some time. Yes, he came back way sooner than I was anticipating. Yeah. Like, I was, like, more than 50% through, then he'll come back. So he came back way earlier than I thought. So I didn't really have, like, I know that when you were reading it, you were like, if Rowan doesn't show up soon, no, I really I'm was. going to be upset. I, I didn't like, have that same feeling because I was enjoying the storyline without him. I do appreciate him being there, but I was just like, I wasn't like, I need Rowan in, in this scene right now. You know? No, I wanted him there. I was like, looking through the book, I was like, where the fuck is he? Where is he? That was all up in the microphone just the sound of pages turning okay that's asmr for book readers you guys enjoyed that okay anyways but she's thinking to herself that she wishes that rowan was there because no matter what arabin told her and how it shattered her that the fey warrior would be there to help put the pieces back together and i was just like my heart i love him Arabin's the one to tell Aelin that Adian. It's Adian, right? Oh my god, not yeah. this again. No, it's Adian. We're rolling with Adian. Uh, that he's been imprisoned. What and... else would it be? Adian? No. Okay, attitude this morning. So, um, he said to her, consider the tip a favor, a token of good faith. And I was like, he's going to want something. 
he's going to want something in exchange for this. Like, there's never, here's a favor. Hope you have a great afternoon. That's not Arabin. Okay. That was just stressing me out. Because I was like, because even when he asked for the, like, a Volg commander or whatever, I didn't think that was where it ended. I thought he was going to ask for something else, like for her to stay with him or like whatever. You know what I mean? Are we just skipping over? Were you shocked when you saw Kale talking to Erebin? Um, not really. Oh, no. okay. Did because... you did you see a spoiler? No, but okay. I was just like, he left the castle, and he's like trying to figure out his life and how to like save Dorian. So it made sense to me that he went to Erebin. Okay. Yeah. I'm guessing you were shocked by this. I was. I just feel like <clears throat> it was out of character for him. Like, he was so righteous before and, like, do no wrong. Don't deal with these bad people, you know? Like, he judged Selena yes. for what she did. Like, he loved her, but he judged her. But he still judged her. Mm -hmm. So I think that to see him, like... It's that whole 180 thing that you know I don't like. Like, he left the kingdom, and now he's like, oh, I'm going to go talk to the bad guys. I just okay. was surprised. For me, it felt like it was coming from a place of he'll basically do anything for Dorian. Yeah. And that if Which it wasn't the Dorian, romance he... that we all should have gotten. <laughs> yes. But if he was, like, if it was for anybody else, then... Does that make sense? Like, he wouldn't have had that, like, such a big, like, turnaround if it wasn't for Dorian. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So then she's talking to Arabin about how the rings and the collars work, and I felt like she gave up that information way too fast. Mm-hmm. She's just like... Because this is after he agrees to help her save Adian. Adian? Yes. Don't shake your head at me. I'm, I'm trying my best. Knowing what I know now at the end of the book, I feel like that was strategy for her, her giving him that information. Like, I think her. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So the thing about this being. Mm, I don't know if that's going to make sense. So, like, this is third-person writing. So, like, while we get POV from characters and we get some of their thoughts, we don't really get, like, first-person, I'm in my head. Yeah, so, like, I think it's possible that Aelin had a plan, like, long, long thought out. And we just had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, and we just get, like, little pieces of it as time goes on. Yeah, so I think that maybe she had a plan set in place, like, at this very moment. Mm Mm-hmm. But I could be, like, way off. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's really no way to know. Yeah. If that was planned the whole time. But, um, after their conversation, he's leaving and he's kissing her face. And he said, punish me, torture me, wreck me, but let, let me help you do this small thing for me and let me lay the world at your feet. Tell me this isn't giving 
second love interest energy. This line coming out of any other man's mouth would have had me on my knees. Oh. <laughs> like, this line? Okay. It's so good. It's so good. But the fact that it came out of his mouth, I was like, you're disgusting. Get the get away from me. But this line Okay, I didn't out, have I didn't have that same thought. You didn't think like ew, like don't do this. I thought it was disgusting that he was kissing her because I was like, she obviously like doesn't like Arabin like that. But him saying this, I said, okay, wait, hold on. Because with the hello darling thing and You're with this. You're killing me right now. But with the hello darling thing and with this, I was still kind of holding on to hope that like, I I knew Arabin wasn't a love interest, but I was like, maybe it's like, a situation no. I don't want to use another book I here, know what you're gonna say where it's like he's like no I was actually doing these things to protect you the whole time and I actually love you so much no nope. and you're so incredible no no wow I the am fan art threw me off I was <laughs> I was fucking simping for this man because I was like man but the fan art, so he has to be in love with her. But, like, the fan art plus saying things like this, I was like, oh, he's a love interest. Like, this is manipulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. We were on very different wavelengths. <laughs> because, mm, okay. Um, the line is great. It, yeah. It's a great line, but no. <laughs> then the king's men show up. I'm just moving on. Then the king's men show up, and I didn't really understand this whole like flip a coin to decide if either Arabin betrayed her or if the king's men just like caught the trail that she left. I don't remember this at all. But like the she sees the king's men coming in, and she's like, "All right." Heads means that Arabin betrayed me, and tails means that they picked up on the trail. How how does one equal the other? Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying. I just have no memory of this. Whatsoever. This is the end of chapter three. I realize now that I have way more tabs in this chapter, and I guess I just didn't write them because we already had so many notes. <laughs> My bad. But, like, this is the first time that she's called... Fire breathing bitch queen is in this chapter. Mm. Arabin brings that up. I thought she was called that in Air of Fire, but no. Oh. No. Maybe not. Was she? I don't remember. No. I just know I have it tabbed here. He said something about the lost queen put on a spectacular show, and then it says, actually, I believe our friends in the Empire now like to say fire-breathing bitch queen. Okay. And then when he says consider the tip of favor a token of good faith, he also says, I do not expect you to trust me. I do not expect you to love me. And she's remembering like that he's never said I love you or something like that. I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. And this is like the only time that he says it. Like yeah. he decides now is the time to say it. Manipulation. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, no comment on this end. Um, she plucked up one of the coppers Arabin had left on the table, stuck her tongue out, which is childish. <laughs> it is. She'll, like, do the most badass thing and then do, like, the most childish thing. And I'm just like, pick a lane. Come on. Okay. Heads, Arabin had betrayed her again. Tails, the kingsman. She flipped the coin. The coin was still rotating. And then she leads them on this, like, wild goose chase. Yeah, I just don't remember that. And I, I'm with you. I don't get it. It just didn't feel... It didn't make... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we cut Moving to uh, Adian's point of view. And he's mm -hmm. hiding how sick he is because he just wants to die before they get the chance to publicly execute him. Which, like, broke my heart a little bit, but I also thought, like, maybe this is the way he goes out. No, I knew he wasn't going to die. She was going to save him. I 100% believe that. I thought that it was going to be a situation where it was kind of like she was trying to get to him and, like, couldn't get there. And then, like, the rage. No. Because after Nahemia, like, I, and Sam, I don't think I could have done that again. Like, I, you can't keep I guess so. putting me through the ringer like that. She needed so. to save somebody. I didn't think of it that way. But anyways, oh, okay. spoiler alert, he doesn't die in that moment. So. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what happens with him, but I don't want to say spoiler alert. He doesn't die, period, in a sentence. Because if he does die in a later book, then it's like. Do you know something I, I, just I don't, don't know? No, I don't. Oh, oh okay. All of the characters have the potential to die. Okay. Any of them could die, correct? Sure. I don't know anything. Me but neither. You scared me there for a second. No, I don't know. And now if okay. it happens, I'm going to feel bad, but and I'm coming for you. I I don't know, but all of the characters have the potential to die. Yeah. Okay. So she destroyed the vaults while she was running away from the Kingsmen. She ends up in the sewers. And this is where she meets Nezrin, Felique. And I really thought this was going to be... How were we saying her name? Alide? Alide? Oh, I thought you were talking... Okay, so I was adding an extra syllable. Nezrin? Yeah, I wasn't saying that. Tell me. Go ahead. Nope. No, no, no. You have to I'm, tell me now. Because I'm looking at it now and like I'm in my head saying it. I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I was saying Nesserin. I realized okay, that there's that's no extra syllable in there, but that's what I yeah, was Yeah, that's not too out of pocket. That was, that's pretty, okay, yeah. But okay, I just anyways. listened to the the video where she pronounces all of them, Nesserin. Oh, can you share one. that with me? I can. Because you always go back and reference it. I'm like, I don't freaking know. But um, a lead, though. A lead? It's a yeah. lead. Okay. I thought that's who this was going to be just because I knew that was a character that was left. And I was like, oh, she's going to meet her in these sewers. I have no clue why I Same. thought that. But I was just like, oh, that's no. a name I've heard before. So obviously she's next. So when I 
um, when she was when she saw Kale talking to Arabin, and she was describing the a female guard with him, I was like, "Oh, that's a lead." Yeah, me too. <laughs> For no reason at all. Yeah, I just, just because I've heard that name, yeah. and this was a female being introduced, I was like, "Oh." It's obviously her. It can't it's be obviously else. her. And so I was kind of excited for their reunion. And I, I wanted Aelin to be like, oh, your mom said. You know the whole thing that I was talking about? Which I'm still holding out hope for. Holding out for. Especially with how this ended. After meeting lead, Yep. And like seeing the life she lived. Like I want that for her so bad. Yes, me too. Um, so then... Kale and Aelin are finally back together. Not like that, though. They're just in the same no. room. Um, how did you think this was going to go down? You know, awkward. Um, okay. Because I expected Kale. I don't, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what, I didn't know what to expect. I expected, like, relief and joy and, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy you're okay. Mm -hmm. Right? But <laughs> Kale had other plans. So, um, but, but he really had me when the first thing he asks her is, are you hurt? Love Sorry it. for those listening. My jaw's on the floor. I was like, "Yeah, okay, yes, this is why I love Kale. Like, he's perfect in every way. This is what I'm still thinking at this time. Go ahead. In Air of Fire, mm -hmm. Kale really pissed me off. Okay. Was it Air of Fire? I don't know. I know this one he did. No. In Era Fire, yes. When we were recording Era Fire, I was like, oh my okay. god, I love Kale, I love Kale. And you were like... Okay. I'm like, I'm getting my books confused. In Era Fire, Kale really pissed me off. I felt like he was being a punk. I felt like he couldn't choose a side. It was that whole righteous mm -hmm. thing. I was not vibing with him. And everybody, I was like seeing people that, some people are like, I hate him. And then some people are like, I don't know why he has such a bad rep. Like, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Air of Fire, I was like, he sucks. Like, why is he such a punk? Uh-huh. In this book, man, I flipped back and forth. Several times. Several times because it was like, he would say something. And I'd be like, why are you being such a douchebag? But then, like, uh, Aelin would say some foul stuff and he would bite back. And I'd be like, okay. Like, yeah. Please tell her about herself. Like, humble her. Yes. Exactly. So I don't know where I stand with Kale at this point. Me either. Um, especially like the way that the book ended. So like I don't I don't know how to feel right now. But oh. at this point when we were reading it, at I this forgot. point, we were, which, by the way, um. This was the spoiler. Like, the what happened at the end of this book was the spoiler that we saw. Crown of Midnight. When, yeah, during Crown of Midnight, which is, like, <clears throat> forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
And when we were peak in love with Kale and we found that. I out. know. Oh my god. Okay, anyways. So Kale's the one to tell her that like they're taking magic wielders into the sewers and like executing them. Like before they execute them. Mm-hmm. And that Kale and these other humans have been going to save them because they don't recognize their human blood or they don't really care about the humans too much. Yeah. Um, also at some point in this chapter, this, this is just in chronological order, so it's not necessarily like bridged together, if that makes sense. But also mm-hmm. in this chapter, she was like thinking about how her dreams were haunted by these Volk princes and she keeps reaching for a fey warrior that isn't there? Oh. Oh my gosh. That one I was like... Because then when we hear that Rowan basically was going through the same thing, I was just like... My heart. They're so cute. They are really cute. Really, really cute. Are you okay? Yeah, I was just looking at the notes. Oh. Um, and then she looks at the scar on Kale's face, and she says that she's sorry. And then this is, like, direct quote. Not for what she'd done to his face, but for the fact that her heart was healed, still fractured in spots, but healed, and he was not in it. Ouch. You know what that was giving... He knew uh, her thoughts weren't of him. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm, Okay, okay, that's what we're doing. But I believe at this point that Kale is not in love with her either. So it wasn't like, like a pining situation or like a heartbreak situation. It was just one of those things where it's like, they grew apart, and that's sad, but it happens. Yeah, and they'll get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You know, um, but it's still just, it hurt a little bit. Where it she did was hurt like, a little bit. I'm, I'm okay. He's just not a part of my life anymore. Yeah. Um, my God. So then Kale tells Aelin that he grabbed Fleetfoot on his way out. You know, as a dog owner, this bothers you way more than I would expect it to. So, again, Fleetfoot just seems so useless. Like, why did she have a dog? And it wasn't like a little chameleon or like something that you could, like a squirrel, put it in your fucking pocket. And that is a big dog that they're taking around with them. And you mean to tell me, in his rush... Of leaving the castle. He went and he got like the gold and the sword. And then he was like, oh, the dog. Yeah. (laughs) And he also grabbed books while he was leaving too. He obviously had way more time to pack some shit than it made it seem at the end of the last book. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, that I, I don't know. I feel like at some point, Fleetfoot is going to have some kind of... I really hope so. <laughs> no, I, I really hope so. Because right now, book five, Fleetfoot is completely useless. 
Because it's not even like it's like a companion to her for most of the books. Like yeah, Fleetfoot's kind it. of a companion for like Crown of Midnight, but for the most part, all of Era Fire and almost all of Queen of Shadows, you barely hear about this dog. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to know why. I feel like everything is always introduced for a reason. So I'm curious as to see what the reason is for Fleetfoot. We'll get there. We'll get it. I'm convinced. So then Kale starts fucking running off at the mouth. And he's like, you came back, but without an army, without allies, you came back empty handed. And I was like, take several seats. Like, who are you talking to right now? You know? So, this is one of those times, as I said earlier, where I was like, yeah, like, tell her about herself. Like, humble her. Because from Kale's point of view, like, I get it. They started a war at the end of the last book. Yeah. Uh, Like, basically... And she's coming back by herself (laughs) with no magic. Like, what are you doing here? Go back. Mm -hmm. Figure out what you need to do to fix magic or get a whole bunch of people here. Like, why the heck are you here? Yeah, I, I, I got it. I was like, yeah, I'm with you on that one. But then he starts to say, like, do you understand what it was like here for us? While you were off playing with magic, off gallivanting with your fairy prince, do you understand what happened to me, to Dorian? And I was like, okay, I get it. But do you also understand what happened to her? Like, you don't know what she's been going through. Yes, she yes, she had Rowan with her. But also, like, having to, like, relive all her trauma while the Valk princes were, like, going through her head. Like, all the stuff that she went through. Not saying that, like, Kale and Dorian didn't go through anything, but also, like, you sound like an asshole. You know? I don't know. I just was like, okay, I'm back on Team Kale. I don't know. That put you back on Team Kale. Not, not like, Kale over Rowan, but, like, I don't hate Kale. Like, I get it. I yeah. understand Kale. Like, it, from Kale's point of view, it seems like she's only thinking about herself. She came back. For Arabin, uh-huh. is what it and looks like. She's yeah, and to kill the king. But like, what about literally everybody else? Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I just was like, yeah, I feel you, Kale. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Then um, he won't tell her why magic is gone because he calls her unpredictable. I was like, okay interesting and then um she says that she's not that he isn't keeping the secret from her he's not keeping the secret from selena his former friend and lover but from aelin queen of terracin a threat i don't know he was stressing me out here because then he's getting on her ass about like how she could have been doing more and it's just like Obviously, we got both point of views. We saw what Kale was doing, and we saw what Aelin was doing. But yeah. Kale only saw what Kale was doing, and Aelin only saw what Aelin was doing. So it's, like, just a big miscommunication trope, if you will. Yeah. 
it it's just you know there's multiple sides to every story i'm not taking away from like what aylin went through and like what her plan is and what she's trying to do because i get that too mm-hmm. but it's just like kale isn't as bad as everybody makes him out to be he's just useless without any magic and that's kind of stressful <laughs> i do like Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I do like the separation between Selena and Aelin. I didn't at first because I, I was, was going like, to say, you did not like it. I didn't because it's like, it's the same freaking person, like chill. But like the more the story goes on, mm-hmm. the more I'm like, wow, it really was like almost two different people. Yeah, exactly. Um... This next scene, I don't know if you're still team Kale after this shit, but um, she's like, oh, we need to help Adian and Dorian. And he's like, there is no we. And then he takes off the eye of Elena and throws it at her. Okay. Are you joking? Are you joking? I, I, I flip. This was the flip flop. Because I was like, damn, bro, you ain't have to do all that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was kind of harsh. Yeah. Um, like, very harsh in my opinion. But, but I did off. want her to have it back. Me too. I did want her to have the Eye of Elena back, but I think okay. she's going to end up giving it to Rowan. Okay. Because you remember she was, like, like looking at Rowan in the last book, and she was like, I just wish I had the Eye of Elena to give it to him. To protect yeah. him. Okay. So that's what, no, I remember why that. I thought that was going to happen. Um, but she takes off the ring that he gave her and like slams it into his hand. So a little bit of a back and forth. It wasn't like a one-sided Kale being rude. I think it was uh, both of them were a little sick of each other already. Yeah. I don't know. That was harsh though. But I did want her to have it back. Yeah, I wanted her to have it back too, but I also didn't want her to get rid of the ring. Because it just like, and I really, really wanted that ring to be like something else. But it seems like it really was just this ring from the party. Which I always thought it was just the ring from the party. But I will say, we're going to get a whole book from Kale's point of view. So we may learn... Maybe. Oh, that'd be so nice. Something about, you know, we're going to get some insight. Yeah. It's obviously not that important to him because at some point he pawns the ring. No, I don't remember that. He like pawns the ring so that he can have some money. He took the ring and pawned it for a handful of silver. That's a little later, but yeah, I I was like, okay, so it's not a family heirloom to me. I was like, oh, it's not... It was just a ring from the party. It was whatever. Like, yeah. Anyways, um, he tells her that she was meeting with that he was meeting with Arabin because he wants to kill the king, mm-hmm. and I think Aelin was just like, "Get in line, my guy." Like, right. there's like, a long list of us that want to kill mine. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a line here that Kale says. Am I crazy for, like, shipping them, even though I know that it never happens? Anyways. No, 
Because I was talking to Leah, and Leah was like, oh, like the bromance between Dorian and Kale, top tier. And I was like, what are you talking top about? Because this was like when they were fighting over Selena. So I was like, what are you talking about? Oh. And now I'm like, okay, I'm seeing it. Yeah, but so they're talking about the king or whatever, and then Kale says, Dorian is my king. And I was like, okay. Okay, again, I wonder if there's fan fiction <gasps> of Dorian and Kale. Oh, God. Interesting. Like, no Selena, just Dorian and Kale. Right, right. To take her out of the equation. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just love, like, like how hard he goes for him sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, you love him. Like, yes, we love to see it. <laughs> Um, oh but then Kale I think says perhaps we're better off without magic perhaps magic doesn't exactly make things fair against us mere mortals and I was like that is literally your problem it is your problem that you don't have magic like I don't think because he was like debating keeping magic the way that it was and like not freeing magic and it's just like I think they kind of need that for the upcoming war. Yeah. So you're going to have to just be okay with your sword. <laughs> you know? You're rough. Um, again, this is one of those situations where I was like, dang, he's making a lot of sense. But also, I understand the need to bring back magic to defeat whatever's going on. Because right now, nobody has magic to fight back. Mm-hmm. And they're but, killing like, off all the people that have magic. Yeah. But again, I just, I this is one of those times where I was like, man, like, logically, he's kind of making some sense here. Well, and then he says, once magic is free, who is to stop the monsters from coming out again? Who is to stop you? And I was like, okay, Kale, I, I have been the biggest Kale stan, but I need you to relax. Because I was like, don't don't come for her neck like that. What are you doing? But to him, she is a monster. Like, that's how he was raised. Uh-huh. So, I, I don't know. I just... I ain't mad at him. How the tables have turned. <laughs> how the tables have turned. Interesting. Um, and then we switched to Kale's point of view. And it said, maybe he'd been a fool all this time. A fool to look at the life she'd taken. Oh, at the lives. I didn't write that quote correctly. A fool to look at the lives she'd taken and blood she'd irreverently spilled and not be disgusted. So I think he's just having some regrets. He's like, mm, maybe we shouldn't have done all that. Yeah. And then this is also when we find out that him and Nezrin had a little bit of a friends with benefits situation happening. Which I hope that they end up together. Yeah. Um, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think they do end up together only because like that makes sense. But there's something that he says later on where I'll, I'll get to it, but there's something that I'm just like, it just seems like it was out of convenience and not that he actually likes her 
or that she actually likes him. You know? Oh, okay. It's not like, oh my gosh, they've been in love secretly this whole time, which is like, okay, great. It's more like she was a warm body kind of situation to me. That's how it came across in my brain. We could keep reading and obviously he's he could be like, actually. I don't think it's going to be a situation where it's like, I was in love with her all along. I think it could be a situation where she was a warm body and she was convenient. But mm-hmm. the more time they spend with each other. Like learn to love each other, basically. They not learn to love each other. That sounds terrible. But they That's fall in love terrible. with each other. Learn to love. That's like, I don't like you, but like, I'll learn to live with it. Like, no, I think no. that they will just fall, not learn to love each other, but just fall in love with each other. Like, naturally. I don't know. I'll get you to You kept it. saying you want him to be happy. I'm just trying I to do. I that. do. But like, it's the way that he talks about her. I'll get to well, it when. he's crabby in most of this book. So, you know. Mm. Anyways, we switch to Aelin's point of view. Um, she finds out that Ren was staying in her apartment and that Arabin knew she was coming back because all the books that she packed up for her one-way trip had magically been put back in the right place. And he just is, like, mentally fucking with her. I feel like this is, like, he just gets joy from mentally fucking with her. Fan art still hot, though. I am confused. Uh-huh. Arabin is human. I thought he was Faye, but I think he's human. Okay, because if he's in his 30s now, and he found her when she was eight, how old was he? He had to have been, like, late 20s. So that's why I thought he was Faye, because I was like, what guy in their 20s is going to find this eight-year-old? And like, come on, I'll raise you. Who the well, fuck he, is doing that? He knew who she was. He had a long-term plan, too. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> okay. Big stretch. Um, but yeah, he is just fucking with her, and I'm just like, damn. Um... What? The books. He's just messing with her. No, just oh, just say it again because I didn't catch what you said. But he is just messing with her. What? Never mind. No, just <laughs> forget it. I don't, forget it. I don't it. remember no. word for yeah, word. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, what did he just say? Okay. Um, and then she's thinking about the comment that Kale made about her being a monster, and she thinks to herself. For her friends, for her family, she would gladly be a monster. For Rowan, for Dorian, for Nehemia, she would debase and degrade and ruin herself. She's a real one. She's a real one for that. Yeah. I feel like that was a very queenly thing to say. I agree. Yeah, that that was pretty uh, regal, if you will. Yeah. 
Um, she decides to take Arabin up on his offer to give him the Volg demon. And then it says, in exchange for his assistance in the rescue and safe return of Adian Ash River, the wolf of the north. Again, this I think I mentioned this when we were talking about Air of Fire. When um like Kale gets in Adian's face and Adian kind of like his features shift a little bit. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he's called the Wolf of the North. And then we find out who his dad is. Oh, you put things together that I didn't put together yet. Because I don't know if it happens yet or if it happens later in this book. But there, she talks about Adian like when they were kids and how he was never able to shift. It was the last book. Yeah. And how like, yeah, he couldn't shift. He just, he had the feature, like he could hear, he could smell really good. He could see yeah. really good, but he was never able to shift. Mm-hmm. And so I think now that magic is like back to normal, that he's about to like, and who I think they're trying to push in as his love interest makes sense you know what i mean i'm excited for that me too me too because i love her me too i didn't like her at first of course but like i love her fucking hated her she's giving nesta yes and we all know i love nesta yes so i'm very excited for more of her story. Me too. I'm I'm so so excited. Um, okay, so no, you go ahead. <laughs> we jump to Manon. Manon. Cool. Oh, you were making Manon. fun of me. You no, no, no. No, I just was I couldn't remember if like I remember the debate of Manon versus Manon, but I don't remember what came out on top. Manon. Um, we jump to her point of view and we get another long title, which maybe yes. I'm just hyper fixating. Do you think uh-huh. I am? No, I mean like it's they're both it very feels long relative. Titles. But it also feels relative because why are they making it a point to give like full titles about mm-hmm. these characters? Have you watched Game of Thrones? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Basically, anytime you say have you watched, like, 99%, the answer is going to be no. You haven't watched when, a lot of, like, my favorite stuff. And it's and also, I feel like, like I have to really force you to popular stuff. Watch no, it. you should. I know. I, I will at some point. I just didn't at the time. Um, Manon Blackbeak, heir of the Blackbeak witch clan. <laughs> Stop. Bear of the Blade, Wind Cleaver, Ride of Rider of the Wyvern, Abraxos, and Wing Leader of the King of Adderland's Aerial Host. It's doing far too much. That is like, but I feel like all of the it it just feels important. I agree. It's definitely so, there for a reason. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I notated it. Um. But she's in Marath, um, and she talks about screaming within the mountains, whispers of stone altars stained with blood, 
and dungeons blacker than the darkness itself. And darkness has a capital D. Mm -hmm. Which makes it feel like not just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like it's a title, not just like the darkness, but like the darkness. I don't know. Interesting. No, that was a very interesting thing to pick up on. I did not pick up on that. Oh, okay. And then when she talks about the stone altar stained with blood, I'm going back to this whole sacrificial thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So. So I wasn't focused on any of this. I was focused on how she's in Morath now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the cover of the book. Which I did not pick up on, but... Now that you're saying it and I'm looking at it. Because she describes these beasts that are, like, far below that have, like, these... I'm pretty sure she says, like, these yellowish eyes. So those eyes that are, like, down there, like, towards the bottom of the cover, you see them? But they're red. I don't remember the color that she said. I'm just saying she describes them, like, whatever color they are. I can't can't see that. Oh, yeah. Right there. Oh. Chelsea, but you're, Sorry. you're going like it's right there, but you're I could only see like this much. Okay. I'm not arguing with you today. Okay. My screen so, is different than yours because it's wide. Okay, so anyways, the and then like the way that they describe that Morath is like this castle built into this mountain kind of thing. I thought that's what that was, and it wasn't Rifthold. I think it was Morath. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I think that this is Marath. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is also where the Croatian curse is mentioned again. Uh, and it says the Croatian curse that denied them true possession of the land held firm. And I feel like this is going to be really important. But I also think that what we learn with a lead. Yes. Mm hmm. What we learned about her later, I think she's a Croatian witch and not. Um, Why do you believe that? Um, because of how pretty she is, but also her blood isn't blue. Like she literally was like, "Oh, that shit's red." Oh, but no, my blood's blue. And then Manon was like, "All right, cool. I guess it's blue. Like we're rolling together." But I was like, I think that she's this other kind of witch and that she's going to play a, a role in this curse that Manon has on her. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think all the witches bleed blue, but I'm thinking about something else. All the witches. I'll get there. Okay. Um, But I, I get what you're saying. Okay, okay, wait, wait, because this next one. Okay, so Astrin is described as the flame to Sorel's stone and to Manon's ice. Okay. Okay. We kind of got a setup of who Manon is going to be the love interest for and what are his powers. Ice. Well, he has raw magic. So, like, it could be a lot of things, but... It was a we lot of ice present ice, yeah. in um, Crown of Midnight. So that, that was said, and I was like, ooh, hold on a second. You know? Interesting. 
But Manon's power isn't ice. They're just describing No, her. but that's like her... Personality. Personality. So She's like, cold as oh, ice. So then... Asterin is fiery and Sorrel is... Yeah. Stone. A heart. Yeah. No, that's interesting. That's an interesting point to make. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to so move on to the... I'm ready to move on to the next chapter. Okay. Are you? Yeah, go ahead. You look back so excited. To, back to Aelin's point of view, uh, Arabin had this new suit made for her. This is the part. Okay. She says that she'd kill whoever she was... Okay, back up. She'd kill whoever was needed, whore herself, wreck herself, if it meant getting Adian to safety. I love my cousins. I love them so much. However, I would not be doing all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's a queen. I don't care. I'm not going to whore myself for my cousins. You know? No, no. I mean, I... I agree. Okay. It depends, because I have some, like, baby cousins. Okay. Like, and all my cousins like, are so, like my age. Okay. Well, my adult cousins, you know, you're on They're your on their own. <laughs> They're on their own. But like the baby ones, like, you know, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you can't say what you would do in a situation. No, exactly. Like, this is literally a fantasy world. But, but again, to me, this was less about Adian being her cousin and more about like what she would do as queen, trying to protect her people. That's just how I felt about it. Personally, I was focused on that's her cousin, and I'm not whoring myself for my cousins. Yeah. Um. Mm. Anyways, Lysandra comes in at the end of this chapter. And I was kind of nervous, but she says, I came to warn you. And Thoughts? I was like, mm. she was introduced and I was like, no, fuck her. Like, I don't care what she has to say. I was so hardcore. I do not care about this girl. Like, get out of her face. And then yeah. she has this young girl with her that has this red gold hair but then when it's when she's described as being 11, I was like, okay, I thought it was Lysandra and Arabin's kid. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I was like, dang. But then she said 11, and I'm like. Mm, so Yeah. But. Okay. Character descriptions. Get me every time. Because I feel like you have to grab a hold of those details mm-hmm. and tuck them away for later. Okay. So, like, they're talking about this young girl that has red gold hair and citrine eyes. And now in my head, I'm like, red gold hair, citrine eyes, red gold hair, citrine eyes. And I'm just waiting for those details to come back up. With somebody so else. That the pe- so the puzzle pieces can snap together. Because I feel like she's important. Yes. Because, like, she has to be. There's someone listening that's like, no, she disappears in the next book and we never see her again. But, like, I don't, it just feels like when we get character descriptions like that, 
it's mm-hmm. almost always important and it almost always comes back. Oh yeah. For sure. I think she will. My bet is that she will, but yeah. I could see some somebody listening and being like, you guys are fucking crazy. Just focus on red gold hair, citrine eyes. Like I'm just <laughs> playing it on a loop over and over in my head. Lysandra also says that she thinks that Arabin sent her as a present for Aelin to kill her. And she still went though. Which I thought was crazy. Thoughts? Um, when Lysandra, Lysandra, what are we saying? Lysandra. Lysandra. Okay, cool. You say it however you want. Well, I was saying Lysandra, but you always like to correct me. Um. You really got an attitude today. And I I don't have an attitude. I'm just vibing. Go ahead. Interesting. I want, if you're listening, please switch to the YouTube video so that you can see Sarah's face when she's talking to me. Because the side eyes that she gives me. I do not give you side eyes. Girl, go back to the clip. I don't. Go back to the clip. Because every time I watch this clip, I freaking laugh. Go back to the clip where I am hardcore. Kale and Selena are mates. Girl, the look that you give me. You're like, so what are you saying then? I'm like, I'm sorry? No, but you side because me. you were acting crazy. You side-eyed me in this too. No, I You're didn't. You're doing it right now. When? When? Girl. I'm okay. looking. I'm looking. Dead on. I'm not side eyeing nothing. Run it back. Run it back. Oh, Anywho. Okay. So she warns Aelin that Arabin is having her watched, and she thinks that the favor that he offered Aelin is actually a trap, which I could have guessed that one too. Yeah. That was just like, okay, thanks. We really didn't need that information. And then she gives her this letter from Wesley, and we find out that Lysandra and Wesley were in love. I was so sad because I remember reading Assassin's Blade. Of course, we did it at the very beginning of the series. And I wanted so bad to know what happened to Wesley. And I didn't know how we were going to get it unless it came from Arabin's point of view. Yep. This was such a good setup. It I'm not going to lie. I judged Wesley a little bit. Because, like, how are you sleeping with her and you know? What's she doing? You know what she's doing. And you also know who she's doing it well, with. Like, your boss. Your boss, exactly. Because Arabin, like, her whole bidding party thing. Like, Wesley knew that was going down. So, like. So, I was. But I'm like, Okay. To each that's, their own. Yeah, and that's a circumstance that I'm I guess nobody had any control over. Uh-huh. Um, but I did just I love this. I I wanted to get a point in the book where like we get the whole letter from Wesley because what we get are bits and pieces of like, oh, in his letter Wesley said blah blah blah. But what I wanted was the full letter from Wesley, like, yeah, dear, on page. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole thing, uh, because I probably would have bawled my eyes out. Um, 
And then she says, Wesley was planning to go to Endovier to get you out. Oh my gosh. It just because it's presented that he didn't like her. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like trying to stop her. And she like knocks him out. And then he Mm -hmm. gets himself killed over it. And I'm just like, I don't know. It just, it must be SJM magic. How do you fall in love with somebody who is presented to not like the main character? Yeah. In like the turn of a page. We've seen it done before. Yeah. Yeah. But I just. We've. She's, she's just talented. That's all I'm going to say. She is just she, quite talented. She really is. Um, and then Lysandra says that she, like, slashed Evangeline's face so that she wouldn't be able to work. And then Clarice made Lysandra take on that debt. So now, when she was, like, about to get out of her contract, basically, she's taking on more debt. This is This was the turning point for me. With Lysandra, uh, Lysandra, yeah, like her coming to say, I came to warn you. I was like, Oh, but I was also kind of weary because, like, yep. is this a trick? That's what also, I was thinking, right? And then the, the thing with Wesley, I'm like, Okay, this is sweet, we're getting the answers that we needed, but like, it's just a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, what she did here. I was like, okay, she has been completely misunderstood. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like we were mentioning before we started recording, I want to go back after reading everything, go back to the beginning and like reread it. When I reread it, I'm going to do the romantic order. I was going to say, I'm going to read it in a different order when I reread it because you know everything at that point, but I'm going to read it in a different order. Just to see. Just to see. <laughs> Just to see. Just to see if the effect is different. Yeah. Because if you read it during the romantic order, you read Assassin's Blade right before this. So yep. you're like peak hating Lysandra. Lysandra. Peak hating her and Arabin. Because before you don't really know too much about yeah. Arabin. Um, and then also Sam. I mean, granted, we we read it in the beginning, so like we've already hated them, but the it's time. had time to like. We've hated other characters more since exactly, then. exactly. But if you read it right before Queen of Shadows, you're opening this book like I hate the both of them. Yeah, like, so that effect might be. I can't recommend this reading order until we finish the whole thing but then also i try a different way and be like actually i preferred it whichever of the ways you know but i feel like you can't go back and forget all of the stuff that you know yeah so i just wonder about the romantic reading order let's not get sidetracked okay so um then we go to adian's point of view and dorian goes to visit him and He's trying to get Dorian to remember Sorsha. And I was just like, oh my gosh, no, like, my heart can't take it. And then the Volk Prince, like, rats on Adian, and he's like, he needs to be seen by a healer. I was like, come on, let the man go. 
well, no, we don't want to let the man go. <laughs> so I um, was kind of happy about that. Okay. Because I wanted, I, I know that he was miserable, but I'm like, come on, like, just hold on a little while longer. Just a little. Like, it's coming. Hmm. Um, cut to Kale's point of view. He's in the shadow market trying to get some maps from these two guards that still work in the castle, Brulo and Ress. Um, are you okay? Yeah, I just jumped way ahead thinking about what happened to them. Okay. And then um, Kale is wondering to himself if Aelin would like Nezrin, if she knew about their history, or whether the queen would even care. And I'm like, I can guarantee you she's fine. She does not care. Like... Yeah. She'll still be homies with Nezrin, you know? Um, and then I really liked this when Aelin was like, tell your men to pin a red flower to their uniform so I know not to kill them, basically. Yeah. I love her. I love her. She's like, listen, I'm going to let I'm you know a- now. I'm about to fuck shit up. If you do not have a red flower, you're done. I'm so you're sorry. Done. I'm not looking at faces. If you do not have a red flower... So sorry. It was nice knowing. Yeah. Mm. I loved it. Um, we jump to Manon's point of view, and this is where we meet Lord Vernon Lachlan. Um, he's with Duke Parrington in Marath, and Lachlan is also Elite's last name. Mm-hmm. So but we that's know that uncle. both her parents are dead. Yeah. Yeah, we but that's find her uncle. Out that it is her. We didn't know that, though. Oh, at, at this time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because so. I was like, I was like, yeah, we know that that's her uncle. No, this okay. is just where we first meet him. Okay. Um, And in this chapter, Parrington says that he wants a Blackbeak coven to test, and he wants to see if they're compatible for breeding with the Volg. Um, they're going to sew a stone beneath their belly button to impregnate them. I have no idea what is happening here. Me either, but it was witches and the Vogue that made Faye. Faye. So that's what I thought they were trying to do. No. Faye and the Vogue made witches. Oh, okay, okay. That's what it was. Because then, the crochets yes, yes. look pretty like the Fae and the other ones. Yes. Yeah. They're fugly. So, <laughs> Manon is like. not fugly, though. I know, though. Like, hmm. okay, anyways, I'll get to that later. Um, okay. So then in this chapter, I think it's foreshadowing something that we find out about later, but it says, witchlings, there was no greater pride than to bear a witch child for your clan and no greater shame than to lose one. So I was just like, hmm, why was that just said? Obviously, we yeah, understand we like why, like, at the end of the book. Which, again, all right, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but, like, trigger warnings. Oh, that she needs trigger warnings in these books. For sure. I was reading yeah. this, like, when I got to the reasoning at the end, I was like, Okay. There's no Let warning. me just flip back to the beginning to just double check. Oh, right. There's no trigger warning. Like, there's nothing. nothing. And this is technically like a young adult series. Yeah. Which is just so, like, 
I get that it's fantasy, so like you should open the book expecting chaos. Some, you know, probably some battle scenes, probably some death, but like that's one thing. And then like sensitive topics, mm-hmm. like the one suicide, sexual abuse, like that should be addressed for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised that over time, because I during maybe, any yeah. reprints. Yeah, like, exactly. Like over time, there hasn't been. Oh, the newest edition has the trigger warnings in it. Or yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, it's on her website. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, but even on the website, I feel like that's not enough. <laughs> okay. Why are you making that face? Sorry. Um, I typed in Queen of Shadows trigger warnings and it's called mommythrives.com and it says trigger warnings, slavery, demons, gore, murder, torture, violence, death, decapitation. Um, no. There's, okay, triggerwarningdatabase.com Let's see. They only have two on there. Which is stillbirth and gore depiction. Okay. Then this trigger warning thing says slavery, torture, threatened rape, murder, and gore. But it's like, that's not it. There's way more than that. Way more. Hmm. I feel like it should be on her website, personally. Yeah. We get so sidetracked. Okay. Um, this is also where she demotes Astrin to her third in this scene which I thought was a huge deal because Astrid's been her third for or her second for years yeah so I knew that she was going to go back to being the second later on in the book because I was like there's no way that she just demonstrated a third and she's just third the rest of ever it lasted way longer than I thought it was going to though yeah I could see that I thought she was going to cave and just be like Get the fuck back up here. But <laughs> I thought that so too, especially like during some of the scenes, I was like, oh, she's definitely gonna be like, oh no, we're good. Like just come on. You know. Yeah. I will um, say it in Air of Fire, I didn't much care about Manon's point of view. But in this um, one, I was a lot more interested. I kind of enjoyed her point of view in Air of Fire because of, like, the wyvern and, like, getting to see, like, what was going on there. I didn't care as much because Rowan was on the table. I was like, whoa. It'd be, yeah. like, peak Aelin and Rowan, and then they're, like, cut to Manon. I don't care. No. Yes. But in general, I do care about the stuff that happened, like, in her point of view. And this is also where we meet a lead. A mm-hmm. lied. How a are lead. we saying it? A lead. Okay, Aline. Um, it says it. She fell down a flight of stairs when she was eight, and her uncle didn't trust healers, and that's why her foot's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. I think she was pushed down those fucking stairs. No facts. I really think she was pushed. Yeah, and I think it might be one of those like, um, like trauma responses where like she blocked the memory out and she doesn't remember it for sure. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see her, like, reach her full potential. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I wonder if she's going to get her foot fixed. 
Um, I feel like she will. Okay. What is, is it like one foot's like facing forward and the other one's like, I don't know. What does it look like? Okay. No, it's okay. It's not important. It's not important. We're not going to get sidetracked. I was just (laughs) curious. Um, And then Manon tastes her blood here and says that it was an effort to keep her face blank because of the truth that the blood told she's got witch blood. Mm -hmm. But I think Manon knows that it's not blue, obviously, because she tasted it and saw it. It wasn't it wasn't blue. But now I'm like curious to go back to scenes where crochet witches were killed and see what kind of blood they what, had. Yeah, did they describe mm. their blood? Interesting. I think they have red blood. Okay. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just like I've created this Delulu. I was thing thinking that maybe it was just like super diluted, like it was like a generations ago type thing. But now that you're saying that, I'm like, hmm. Okay. Maybe it is a crochet type situation. I don't know. And then we cut to Aelin's point of view, and she was summoned to the Assassin's Keep. Um, and Arabin said about her new suit, you fill it out better than you did at 17. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, why Gross. are you making comments like that? Oh, I thought you were all of a sudden attracted no, to he's, Arabin. He's hot. Like, his face is hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is disgusting. Okay. I agree. This is disgusting. Do not like that. And then Arabin also is the one to tell her that Nezrin and Kale were lovers at some point. She didn't seem mm-hmm. to have much of a reaction to it. She was just like, no. Okay. But Anything else? She wasn't going to care. Like, who cares? Why would she care? Then Lysandra and Aelin are talking. And then she says, the Lysandra you know died a long time ago. And then she thinks to herself, so had Selena Sardothian. So, I was like, we're getting the new and improved. I know. I'm Lysandra, which I'm to this. very, like, I'm really excited about her character. Me too. Um. So then, Aelin's basically questioning her, like, why are you doing this? He's taking care of you, or um, are you going to betray me? And she's like, no, I came to help you destroy him. And we're like, oh. Yes. The okay. girl boss energy. I was like, yes, yes, yes they're going to get together and destroy him. And then she says, Lysandra says, besides, if you betray me, there's little that can hurt me more than what I've already endured. I was like, God damn. Like, I yeah. know that she's she's about to break my heart. Like, I'm about to start, like, ugly sobbing at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then we get a little hit, like glimpse into Wesley's letter again and it details what Arabin ordered Rourke Farron to do to Sam which I read that and immediately was like just fucking kill him now why is he still kill him now 
Yeah, Ugh. it was, that was rough. It definitely was. This one, we got way more Sam. Like when you were like, oh, after Assassin's Blade, we get no Sam. It's like, but if you did the romantic reading order, it's a little bit of Sam, a little bit of sense. Sam, then a bunch of Sam, because obviously Assassin's Blade is all Sam. And then this, which is, yeah. The reading order thing, I know I keep saying like, oh, the way we read it is the best, the way we read it is the best. I enjoyed it so far. I I have enjoyed it the way we read it because again, we we know things that are going on. I understand after reading Queen of Shadows, the appeal to read it right before Queen of Shadows because like, yeah, I get it. Like the heartbreak, the betrayal that you're going to experience, mm -hmm. you know, like I get that if the goal is to feel, but I don't like to be lost. And I feel like exactly books one through three, I'd have been, there's so much stuff. That I'm like, oh, Assassin's Blade. Oh, Assassin's Blade. Oh, Assassin's Blade. That you're reading and you're like, I don't know who the heck that is. Exactly. So I, I'm still read it first. I agree because then I was thinking the way that Assassin's Blade ends, it I feel like it ends and goes right into Throne of Glass. So it it's does. just like, it's so perfect so that you can just like, follow along with it and now you have all the information you need for the rest of the series especially if you're going to sit down and read the series back to back do not stop any books in between i really don't, don't think do the reading it. order matters that much no don't read books in between is what you're saying <laughs> yeah no don't read books in i don't think it matters all that much if you're just going to sit and read it all together because like then you're get just getting all the information it doesn't really matter the order too much I yeah. still think, though, that Assassin's Blade should go first because, like, I couldn't imagine reading Air of Fire and then Assassin's Blade and then it's like, okay, she's on her way where? To the beginning of Throne of Glass? But I'm going to jump in time back over to Queen of Shadows. There's so many details and even so much foreshadowing mm -hmm. that references back to Assassin's Blade For that sure. we would not have got without For reading For sure. It. Yeah. Focusing back on what we were talking about, because I get distracted so easily. Uh, Lysandra says, you and I are nothing but wild beasts wearing human skins. Don't even try to deny it. I thought she was trying to tell her that she was fae or magic of some kind. But what we ended up finding out about her, I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. I really thought that she was just fae. I didn't think she was Fae, but I definitely thought this was an interesting line and in that she's for sure magic of some sort. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 110%. Cut to Kale's point of view. He's mm -hmm. arguing with Aelin about killing Dorian because she's like, let's just kill Dorian. Like, he's not in there anymore. Let's just put him out of his misery. And um, Kale says, touch him and I'll make sure those bastards down there find Adian, which is very touch him and die like i will yes! literally fucking kill you um the, the lines that we get from kale about dorian is my king uh-huh touch him and i'm like okay if you love him just say that yeah just say it we all know it yeah and then um 
she says in response, I'll burn you and your God's damn kingdom to ash. Then you'll learn just how much of a monster I can be. Which I loved. And then I think it's her... Or maybe it's his point of view. I think he says maybe the city did deserve Aelin Galathinius's flames. Maybe Kale deserved to burn too. Because this is still his point of view. Okay. Which I was just like... Okay. Mr. Pity Party, I guess. Yeah, he does do that a lot. <laughs> um, and then he tells her how to take... Uh, in order to free magic, take out the clock tower, and then they should be good to go. Which I was so nervous that it wouldn't actually work. I thought they were going to take the clock tower out, and there would still be no magic. Yeah. And it would have all been for nothing, but... I it guess. Was, yeah. It obviously worked. Um, and I then, just don't know why she waited so long. Like, he me too. told her that, and I wanted her to just go knock the shit down. Like today, be like, oh, you yeah. you stand right there. I'll be right back, and then go knock it down. Right, but, and it took way too long. But anyways, sorry, I keep saying you could tell we're not um, like strategists because <laughs> we're like just go knock this shit down. Just do it now. There's levels. We're not patient <laughs> either. We're not patient. Um, and then this is where he reveals that he grabbed her books when he left the castle again. I said, for someone leaving in a rush, he sure had a lot of time to grab things. Like, he really got a lot done in that, like, little bit of time where he's, like, running for his life. But I think the king was too busy worrying about Dorian that he really didn't yeah. have the time to worry about Kale. No, I agree. And he's also Plus, probably all the not- stuff he grabbed was important. Yeah. That dog better be important. Shut up. Um, I think that's where we're going to wrap up this episode. And then the next one, we'll start off with, um, Aelin going to save Adian. Okay. So, um, that wraps up this week's episode. Double thumbs up. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at real underscore page Turner. What are you doing? You can find me on Instagram at bestfriend.bookclub. <laughs> we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.